0: When we're alone in our rooms, thinking up master plans, meditating on our dreams, that's when leading yourself becomes critical. Because what leadership really looks like is creating standards for yourself instead of shouldering the standards of others. You're listening to the Start Right Now podcast. I'm your host, Chloe McKenzie, and I'm glad you're here for the epic conversations that will take you from aspiring to actualizing your dreams. Let's get started right now. Welcome back to another episode. If you have found your way to this podcast, I know it's because you are part of this club. Which club? The group of us that want a big, bold life. We want our lives to have impact. We want to know that we've helped and served others and that we created whatever it was that we felt called to create. We are part of that club that wants to say they achieved great things and used every ounce of our abilities and gifts to lead ourselves and to lead others. Really that we achieved our potential, that elusive potential. I used to think that there was a book of answers somewhere. Literally, I spent my early 20s disappointed. I was spending so much time seeking answers to questions like, what am I supposed to do with my life? And what is the formula I need to follow to be super successful? You know, if only Google could fix everything. If only, if only one of those courses I had purchased finally had all of the answers. But it didn't. If only that mentor did. No, it wasn't until I found the practice of coaching. I did my training through CTI, if you're curious. And I invested in becoming a professionally trained coach. It's at that point that I had a real light bulb moment and revelation. And that was that I was seeking externally answers to questions that I could only ever find the answers to by looking within. But I didn't want to look, to be honest with you. I really didn't. And to this day, I find it harder to be the client being coached than to be the one coaching someone else. And that's because I know I would have to look at all my stuff in the face for real and lay it all on the table. So maybe you can relate to that. But once I finally committed to the process of unfolding, unraveling all this stuff and really confronting it, wow, did things ever change. I look back on the past decade being able to finally check the heck out of some of the boxes on my dream list and even exceed others. Isn't it amazing how we get in our own way on this quest to do what calls us? Now, what I've learned is something that I had to share. When I started this podcast, the tagline and the promise was really about helping people to go from aspiring to actualizing their potential. And over the past couple of weeks, I've really been sitting with this promise of that tagline. What does it really mean? What habits are most important to actualizing potential? What character traits, what qualities, what habits? And the potential to do what exactly? What does achieving the potential look like for you? For all of us, there are some things in common, whatever it may be, creating something, launching a business, starting a podcast, setting up a nonprofit, sharing your art, your gifts, inspiring people, all of us are coming from a different place. And even though the tagline has felt really broad, I know all of you who are listening, even though you have different destinations of where you're trying to go and things you're trying to create, the meat of the things that we'll need to go through to get there, share a lot of commonality. Stepping into a calling, stepping into creating requires pushing through discomfort. We know this. It requires taking action. It requires courage and pushing, but it also requires listening, taking things in, especially feedback in order to press onward. If I were to wrap this all up in a bow, the number one thing it requires is for you to lead to lead yourself and to lead others. Leadership, that's what we're talking about. That's what this is all about. I really do believe that leveling up your leadership is the answer to being able to step into your calling. And I'm not talking about the old school kind of stereotypes of what it means to be a leader. What comes to your mind might be this persona of strength and charisma and confidence. And all of those are great things. And we will be talking about those at some point. But what I really wanna hone in on is the leadership qualities that serve us most in the quiet, when no one is looking, when there's nobody there to judge and observe, and when this leadership doesn't feel like it's performative, when we're alone in our rooms, thinking of master plans, meditating on our dreams. That's when leading yourself becomes critical because what leadership really looks like is creating standards for yourself instead of shouldering the standards of others, getting caught in the trap of all the things you should be doing in your career, in your marriage, at your age as a woman. Leadership looks like setting the bar for yourself on where you'd like to go and being the driver of creating that plan and making it happen. How else does leadership look? Leadership looks like being in control of your thoughts, instead of expecting the worst, it's being open to the beautiful possibilities. It's harnessing your own best qualities and tenacity that has brought you exactly to where you are and using them to tackle your dream. Instead of replaying a track on repeat of all the bad things that have happened to you or why you're not whatever, place your blank here, enough to get the job done. How else does leadership look? Leadership looks like adapting in the moment when things don't go according to plan, when your business isn't working the way you thought it would, when you don't get the reaction you're hoping for from your partner, when you start to run out of resources to get your dream done, you adapt, you get creative, and you get ready to meet the challenge because you know you will grow through it. Leadership looks like not having all the answers, not always being right, but being focused more on the intention than on perfection. Having the humility to admit where you have gaps and being vulnerable and asking for the feedback that you know is gonna help you address where those gaps are. Listening, observing, taking it in, and pressing on in the face of tough conversations and tough times. And if none of those things spoke to you, I want you to understand that leadership looks like being in the fullest expression of yourself, your joy, your spirit. You know what it feels like when you're in the zone doing the things that light you up and the people around you that you encounter can't help but be attracted to your energy, to your joy, to you in your element, regardless of what status you're at at that point, how much money you're making, how big or small your business is. Being so authentically in tune with yourself makes you someone that others want to follow and want to be led by. Being a leader also means understanding when to be patient and to be kind to yourself. Not every day is going to be your best day, and achieving your potential will take time and effort. But more importantly, it will take some self-compassion honoring the efforts that you make each day towards getting better so all of this juicy stuff this is all what we can call personal leadership the ability to develop and use your leadership traits to guide the direction of your life instead of leaving it to chance and instead of leaving it to someone else to steer you in the right direction So as you see this podcast evolve, know that you are going to notice the themes start to really hone in on leadership and how we can all be better leaders in order to have the impact that we dream of. I, just like you, have my blind spots and my gaps, but if we're willing to take a really good look at ourselves and get some feedback on exactly where we're at, I know that you can control the situation. Your dreams might be big, but it shouldn't feel like you have no control over the outcome. I see a lot of people walking around feeling like they're victims in their careers and in the choices that they made on their journey. But we have more control than we're willing to admit often. And seizing control will require you to take a fresh look at your behavior in a lot of different ways. So if you're down for the journey, that's the journey that this podcast is really gonna take you on. And so many of our upcoming guests are gonna help us get there tactically, spiritually, and really just help us step into this. But the show is called Start Right Now. So let's do that, shall we? There's stuff that we can do this week, right now. If you're ready to start making some serious gains towards your goals and to step into your calling, it's time to commit to leveling up your leadership. I've got three exercises here for you. Now, this is just a starting point. It's to help you really get a lay of the land so you know where you stand. We're starting broad and as time progresses, We're going to get more focused and more tactical. So the first thing that I want to invite you to explore this week is to start mapping out what skills and qualities will you need as you step into your calling. So as you do your life's work, that calls you. Launching something, creating something, whatever it may be. Think of the strengths and skills that a person who is successfully doing that thing would possess. Make an inventory. What would it actually require? What are they doing to be successful? What traits would they need to embody to really be at the top of their game? This might require you doing some real homework, connecting with people in your industry. Social makes it really easy to do that. Doing more industry reading. Read up on their work. Read their books. Watch interviews of them. What things do these people have in common? So we've got a map of what the target looks like and what the qualities and traits would require for you to hit that target. The second step, as you could probably guess, would be to understand what do you currently bring to the table? What strengths do you currently have? If this is tricky for you, a great way to do this is to think about your life. Think about the times where you went through something really challenging, but you came out the other side. Any type of difficult situation. It could be anything from a bad relationship, a health setback, a big failure, a disappointment of some sort something that really tried and tested you. Because you're here now, it means you got through it. So what did you have to do? Who did you have to be to get yourself through that difficult time? It's time you give yourself some credit for how you've come in and out of those tough situations. What skills did you lean on? What signs of your character pulled you through? So through these stories, you'll have a list of skills, talents, traits, across all of your different trials, and you'll start to notice where there are things in common. That's a really good representation of where your strengths lie. I want to also point you to one of my favorite tools that I discovered in my early 20s. It's the Gallup StrengthsFinder 2.0 test. I hope you've heard of this, but if not, come on. I'm glad I could introduce it to you today. As a manager, I used to give this book to all of my direct reports, actually. So it's a book that comes with an assessment tool all in one, and through a series of questions that you can complete online, it will generate a report that gives you your top five strengths or talents. And what I love about this tool is that it's likely showing you your strengths in a very different way than you've ever seen them before. It's why I give this book often to people as gifts, It was so foundational for me to have the confidence and understanding where I had talents that I could harness more fully. You could order the book. You can also, I think, just buy the key for the assessment tool online. It's like 15, 20 bucks, but I highly recommend it. It also gives you a report of how to use those strengths in different settings and how your unique five combination of strengths come together to make uniquely you. So you'll see the strengths that you have today, the strengths of the type of person that is achieving the thing you want to achieve, and you'll be able to audit what is the difference. You can start to decide what are the areas that you want to start to develop. Now, if only we could do this all in a vacuum, right? In our own little head, say, ah, I'm so great and so talented at this. We've got one more step and it will be the toughest. The third thing is, is I want to challenge you to seek out some feedback from some people that are close to you, people who you trust, and you could ask for feedback in a safe way. So a family member, maybe it's a close friend, a spouse, a close working colleague. I would recommend you choose a selection of people that are from different environments in your life, because we know that we show up differently at home than we do at work, or then we might at the gym, as an example. Ask for feedback about what they see as your superpowers, your gifts, the things that you do so incredibly well. And also, we want to get their feedback on what do they think would make you an even more effective leader. Are there blind spots that maybe you had never noticed before that are getting in your way? Now, disclaimer, this is really important. You're going to get this feedback. Some of it is going to make you feel ooey-gooey, mushy, and good. And some of it is going to maybe trigger you. You might even get defensive. In this process, you have to disconnect your identity from the results. The feedback might be accurate, the feedback might not be accurate, but it's important to at least understand how you are showing up and being perceived. The traits themselves might be great, but you might need to dial up or dial down the impact a little bit in order to deliver the message and be received in the way that you want to. Also know that these are from a moment in time. They don't represent you forever. It's just what you're getting feedback on today. It's a basic idea and it's a starting place, but it's so necessary to know where you're starting from to be able to amp up anything, especially your leadership. You can have a ton of money, you could have a ton of resources and ideas, but if you don't have a plan for how you're going to lead yourself, it will all be in vain. These exercises are going to help you throw the gasoline on moving towards the big dreams and plans that you have for yourself. It will be the guidebook to help you make steady improvements in every area of your life, and I can guarantee you, as you become more in tune with all the ways and things that make you tick, the ways that you're strong and the places where you're triggered and the things that light you up. It won't just be your big idea and your dream and your project and your business that changes and evolves, but your relationship with others, with your spouse, with your friends, with yourself. And all of these things together can help you get to your dream even faster. My point is for today that you've got so much potential and you have a dream for a reason you are being called to that thing for a reason but it's for you to decide how to harness it how do you want to lead yourself through it how are you going to get there it's so possible but it won't happen all at once that's why we need a plan to go little by little day by day brick by brick and holy moly it won't be long until that brick is a wall and that wall is a room And that room is a big old house that you can't help but smile at every time you pull up to it. I'm excited for your journey. Are you ready to be a better leader? This is what it's all about. So what are you waiting for? Start right now. Your dream is calling you. If you're with me, I better see you next time. We've got so much work to do. Let's get started right now.